Hi, everyone. I'm Denise Garth, Chief Strategy Officer at Majesco, and you're listening to the Future of Insurance Industry Leaders podcast series. Follow along as I interview the best and brightest leaders in the insurance industry and insure tech landscape to bring you the latest in digital transformation, innovation, industry trends, challenges, and opportunities, as well as next-gen technologies. We use our experience to anticipate what's next without losing sight of what's now. Stay tuned to find out your next now. Welcome, everybody, to the Future of Insurance Industry Leaders podcast today. I'm absolutely thrilled to have one of our partners, Physicians Mutual with Senior Vice President Bob Gunia on the call today. They've just launched Pet Insurance, and it's been very, very exciting for them and for us. It's one of the top new products in the marketplace that has seen a real growth in demand and thrilled to have Bob joining us today. So, Bob, welcome. Denise, it's an honor to be on your podcast. Pretty cool. Well, you know, what's fun is that we're both in Omaha, Nebraska, so that's even more fun. Yes. I can feel the vibe. You can feel the the vibe. Omaha strong. Omaha strong, exactly. So, Bob, why don't you talk about your role at Physicians Mutual, your background in our partnership that we've got kind of going on? Sure, you bet. I've been at Physicians Mutual, it'll be 25 years in October. And so oh, wow. oversee our public affairs group, which we describe it as the place where we help promote and protect our brand. So that includes our compliance functions. Obviously, insurance is regulated by all 50 states. And so there's a lot of issues there in terms of filings. And so that area looks at that, our advocacy efforts on behalf of our policy owners, as well as then our brand building activities. And so what all we're doing to increase the awareness of Physicians Mutual to help tell our story louder and to more people. Then there's some PR and communication aspects to the responsibilities as well. And then we're excited to partner with Majesco. And so entering this new line of business, you know, we're a traditionally a health and life insurance company and stepping into the PNC environment. And so your core PNC suite in terms of the policy admin and claim system was essential for us in order to get into pet insurance, which is a PNC product. And it really was an extension of our partnership because we were already working together uh, with regard to one of our other core solutions and supporting your other product lines. So yeah, that, made, that certainly made it easier to decide to, to go with your core PNC suite for sure. One of the things you and I talked about, and I kind of mentioned at the beginning here, is this growing demand for pet insurance. And it's really creating some really, I think, growth opportunities for insurers. What were the factors you guys looked at to drive your decision in developing and launching pet insurance from physician's visual perspective? Well, you certainly nailed the first one, the market potential. To contrast, to start off with, you go to Europe and you look at Great Britain, about 50% of folks in Britain that have pets have pet insurance. And so they're at the top end. And in the United States, it's, it's the fastest growing. And so the penetration rate is still low, approaching probably about 3%. Oh, wow. Uh, But it is growing exponentially year after year. And it's one of those markets that people are, you know, they're either getting into it or they're they're certainly thinking about it because in in large respects, you know, pets are are just like a regular family member. And when you look, Denise, at the advancement for all those listening that have pets, the, the kind of treatments that are now available for your pet 
are getting pretty close to mirroring things that how we treat human illnesses. And so there's, I mean, there's cancer treatments, there's all sorts of things available for your pet in order for them to live a, a fuller and healthier life. Now, with that comes expense. And so healthcare in general, not being the, uh, the cheapest thing, you want to find ways to help, you know, mitigate that risk and, and help with the, the financing of your pet's health. And so that's where it seemed like a, a really good fit for us. That and the fact, Denise, I, I mentioned that pet insurance is, is really not, you know, we, we talk about the medical treatments that you can get for your pet being similar to humans. Uh, in terms of in, the insurance aspect of it, it's not too far off from, you know, regular health insurance. You know, you're yep. basically paying a premium. Uh, so when your, your pet experiences sickness or an accident, uh, that there's essential coverage for you. And so it just really seemed to be a, a sweet spot for us. The one thing I'd also add, Denise, that it really helped in the decision is that we focus on people transitioning into retirement. So we sell life insurance, we sell Medicare supplement, we sell dental insurance. And for all folks transitioning to retirement, they typically lose that coverage. And so we're focusing that 55 to 70 age range. They also have pets and yeah. pets are an important part of people gracefully you know, aging and, and having a joy-filled retirement. Those pets, you know, give us all a reason, you know, to, to continue to get up in the morning to take care of, you know, our furry little friends. And so it was a nice match with our current customer base too, as well. I think that the last few years with the onset of COVID really accelerated the need to have that pet, uh, given that we were so separated from people interaction, that pets became a, a big factor for keeping people engaged and, and giving them something to really kind of focus on. And so I think that probably played into this kind of surgence of, of pet ownership and pet insurance needs. And along that way, people are, you know, experiencing some of the costs that go with adopting that pet during COVID as well. What I've learned from our, our product manager here is this idea of an inflection point, Denise. And, and the, what I mean by the inflection point is when you own a pet for the average pet owner, you know, when expenses get up to about $1,500, that's when they start thinking about, is the treatment worth it? Or, you know, do I need to euthanize my pet? Is it a chronic condition or whatever? And that doesn't seem like a lot of money, but, you know, because so many people have pets, I mean, it, affordability is an issue. And so that's another reason why we thought that, you know, pet insurance was a good solution for people to help them get past that $1,500 inflection point and not have a, a big surprise bill. And so your dog swallows a sock, it could be three to $4,000. <laughs> and so pet insurance helps you to, to kind of navigate and go past that inflection point and keep your pets longer. So you talked about how it kind of matched up to your current customer base. So how are you offering the product out to the market and kind of what channels are you kind of working with? The number one channel I would say is, is through the web and, and we have an app that also gives people an opportunity to call and talk to a live person as well. So if they love the technology and, and they prefer that route for purchasing their insurance, which many people in the pet segment do, they've got high technology IQs. And so they want to purchase the insurance that way. And so we certainly have a, a robust platform and process to do that. And many respects to, to Majesco as well. But a lot of people do prefer that personal touch as well. And so as we've started out of the gate, and remember, we, we've started our focus on our current customers. And so our current customers are probably a little bit more likely to want that personal touch. 
the sales are about 50-50. So 50% wow. you know, over the phone and then 50% through the web or utilizing our, our app. Very cool. That That's really interesting. I know in some of our research, you and I've talked about this, that it's a misnomer thinking that some of the older generation aren't technology savvy. They're becoming mm-hmm. much more technology savvy. Uh, particularly during COVID, everybody yep. had to become technology savvy. Yep, you're right. So everybody knows how to do Zoom. And they all know how to do, you know, all these different <laughs> methods of communication that were so foreign pre-COVID. Yep. What do you think makes your product unique and what kind of customer experiences are you creating? The, the user experience is essential. And Denise, this was a great opportunity for our company, you know, to start from scratch. And our folks here did an amazing job of really understanding the market before we configured our product suite, because we wanted something that really met the needs of the consumer, but also differentiated. So we, we made sure that you could see any type of any veterinarian, uh, that it was customizable. So you could find a policy configuration that met your budget. And you had that kind of uh, that flexibility in order to customize your product was very important. The other thing that kind of sets us apart too is our policy regardless of the breed or how old your pet is, you can get coverage. There is a trade-off, you know, as the dogs get older, you know, it's priced differently. And a quick personal example. So I was customer number three of our pet insurance and Gracie, our dog happens to be an older dog. And so she's 11 years old and comparing premiums with folks here. And typically people buy pet insurance, you know, when they're younger and puppies and stuff like that. And the insurance is, is cheaper, obviously, than what I'm paying for my 11-year-old Gracie. And I remember saying, oh my gosh, that's a difference in the premium. But it, as life happens, and life happens for Gracie, uh, she's had a couple situations where, you know, a couple months after purchasing the policy, she's had some very expensive procedures. We we're out of town. My mom was watching the dog. She got some bird seed in the backyard that, you know, obviously that's problematic for some dogs because, you know, when birds are obviously doing other things while they're eating their bird seed. So it just wasn't, she got an infection three nights in the uh, vet hospital and boy, I was glad to have that pet insurance policy. And so it's basically giving people value regardless of what the age is of your pet, because we know, and as an insurer, and you know, as a consumer and as a pet owner, that your pets end up costing a little bit more, obviously, the older they get. Okay, yeah. Life happens. That's for darn sure. You just never know what's going to happen. Yeah. So what was the effort to bring the product to market? Once you guys kind of decided what you wanted to do, both the, the project from a technology standpoint, your market awareness and your distribution. And I know you guys have done some really fun things from a market awareness perspective out on, on social that we've been trying to be really supportive of with you guys. It's been really cool. It's been a, a fun effort. And so, you know, Denise, as you kind of hinted at, you know, we're, we're leveraging a company being around for 120 years. And so our initial push was with our own customers. And so that's where the, the initial marketing efforts were directed towards the people that already had a policy for physicians. Vision. Plus it was a great way of, introducing ourselves into the space and to continue to learn as we go along. And we're now graduating, you know, beyond, you know, our current customers and you're seeing more broad-based marketing efforts. And we have a lot planned for this fall to really kind of, I guess, have the, to have all of our marketing efforts in the, in the fullest extent possible in the fall. So that's going very well. And, and as we alluded to earlier, it, it does involve having a, you know, a robust website, pmpet.com 
that people can go to that is an easy way to purchase pet insurance. And something that you're referring to as well that we've launched uh, locally in Omaha and some other markets will launch in this fall as well, a pet advertising campaign. And, and it's basically a campaign in the voice of pets. And so we have eight pet characters and you can go out to our, our Facebook page and, and catch those uh, characters or out to pmpet.com to our community pet hub there. And they're just wonderful stories of pets that have, you know, life happens for them too. And whether you're a young puppy like Lucy, who, you know, was jumping around too much and got hurt, or you have the big dog who loves toys and eats toys and it gets stuck in his tummy. And so it's finding those relatable situation with some really cute pets. And that was a lot of fun, Denise. If you ever get an opportunity to shoot some commercials with pets, uh, I recommend it. They're fascinating and they're a joy to work with. Yeah, we've got, actually got kind of an internal thing going on at Majesco that my social team has been really focused on. And that is really getting people to kind of post something very personal about them and their pets that we're doing on our intranet. So totally get it. And it's a lot of fun. So what's been the market response? Have you guys been happy with it? Do you see some real opportunity of growth going into next year? We do. We have been happy with the response from our current customers. And we're excited about, you know, continue to leverage up and to continue to grow, you know, the, the marketing efforts in order to attract more and more people to, to pet insurance. And the pace so far has been, it's been healthy for us. And, you know, with some of the uh, initial claims and, you know, making sure that we have that award-winning service for people. It's, we're mindful of this for all of our product lines, uh, but I guess there's a, an extra special attention to wanting to launch something and being able to completely fulfill the promise that you lay out there, that people do have a wonderful experience. And so that's been the priority is to make sure that we're servicing uh, the way we want to service and in a way that makes all of us proud. And then kind of gradually increasing, extending our, our market reach. We're in most states, but not all states. So that's a part of the, you know, the ramp up of the marketing efforts as well as some of the bigger states really close to getting, you know, the approvals that you, that are necessary as, you know, we're state-based regulation. And so as more and more states come online, uh, we're going to see that increased growth as well. That's great. When I think about what's next beyond kind of making sure that you're in all 50 states and, and continuing kind of the, the push into the marketplace, are you guys thinking about anything else? Like uh, I know some of the other pet insurance providers out in the marketplace are doing some kind of unique things like creating communities, doing some value-added services, things like that, and partnerships that kind of extend the value and then are kind of targeting different types of segments in the marketplace. You guys kind of thinking about what's next? Yeah, everything's on the table. And in terms of those partnerships, in terms of reaching out to the various you know, vet hospitals and, and trying to find ways where you can get your product in front of the people that you know, have the pets or recently adopted a pet is first and foremost in our mind. Within this initial period of time, it's getting the, the awareness out there, making people understand that Physicians Mutual, that trusted company that's been around for 120 years, now has pet insurance. And so our focus is, is kind of a, a broad-based marketing push so people you know, know that add us to your consideration set. And I would encourage anyone to, to go to pmpet.com and 
play with the website. I mean, the fact that it's configurable, that you can change the deductibles and the co-pays and, you know, the, the out-of-pocket costs and all that. And, and you can see, you know, in real time, what's the impact to your premium, your monthly premium. I think it's just a, a wonderful way to discover how pet insurance can be affordable for you. You know, 30 to 50 bucks a month, you can have that peace of mind for that big bill that happens when you're your dog either has an accident or, or some sort of sickness that really puts a financial strain on the family. Exactly. So one of the things I like to do at the very end of each of my podcasts, and what's interesting, Bob, is that I have nobody that has said the same thing. Wow. I like to ask everybody, what word or phrase would you use to describe the future of insurance and why? The future of insurance. One word or phrase to describe the future of insurance. You're asking for the top of mind word, and here it is. It's what came, and I, it's the word essential. I think as things continue to cost more, it is essential that people have the protection they need so that they have financial security. Financial security is being threatened on all sorts of levels in terms of the economics, inflation, people's personal situation. And I think having affordable insurance and reach of all Americans is just absolutely essential. So that's kind of like a a long little speech embedded in there, but it's always been essential. But I think we're realizing more and more as the cost of healthcare goes up, people don't have the savings, you know, to, to meet some of those needs. And so insurance is that essential component in order to ensure financial security. And if you're going beyond just the essential part of it, you know, people always look at the innovative way, how to reach people, how to make it easier, how to make it simpler, how to make it more understandable for people. And that's really kind of a a focus for Physicians Mutual for all of our product lines is that people understand what they're purchasing. Nobody likes purchasing any forms of insurance, PNC, homeowners, (laughs) whatever. And you find out what it covers when you file that claim. Exactly. Uh, That oftentimes happens, but that's unfortunate when it does. And I think we all need to strive to avoid that to being the way you understand your policies by when you file a claim. Absolutely. First of all, nobody's ever said the word essential. So love it, Bob. <laughs> uh, yeah, nobody has said that word. And then I think that you really hit on something, particularly when I think about your customer base, those people that are preparing for retirement or moving into retirement and given the the economic conditions and the challenges sometimes that that essential aspect of insurance becomes even more important than ever. Well, as you know, you, you don't get healthier or wealthier in retirement typically. No. And so that's where that protection is, is essential is that you have the coverage you need. And, you know, and Medicare doesn't cover everything. There's a substantial gap in there. And so yeah. uh, those products are important and you're right for your own health and well-being, and to have a joy-filled retirement boy, people love having their pets around. Exactly. Well, Bob, it's been a pleasure chatting about this today. And if my husband and I ever decide to, once again, have a dog, I know that we'll be uh, looking to Physicians Mutual to do that, given that you're right here in town. We wish you guys the the best of luck and we'll continue to uh, support the efforts that you guys have got. And we appreciate so much the partnership with you guys. I appreciate what Majesco's has done. I appreciate the invitation to be on this podcast. You have been an incredible supporter when you became more and more aware of the launch date coming up of getting into pet insurance. And so I appreciate your support and your promotion of all things pet at Physicians Mutual. And we certainly are thankful that 
we have your platform in order to make sure that we deliver on customer service. Because if you don't have the right platform, if the system isn't working, that directly impacts user experience. And in this product line and for all of our product lines, user experience and having something that's simple is so critically important. So that's why the partnership is important. Absolutely. At the end of the day, it's all about the customer. Amen. Thanks, Bob. I'm sure we'll be chatting soon. All right. Thanks, Denise. Thank you. That's it for this week's episode of Future of Insurance Industry Leaders podcast. Subscribe to our market-leading podcast series available wherever you get your podcast from. Thank you for listening and be sure to tune in the next time.